Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. How's everybody tonight? FXE Live. How's everybody doing? This is the Jester. Hoping everybody's having as good a night as I am. Because, listen, you can hear echo, echo, echo. I'm by myself in the studio tonight. Actually, I I, I can't say that. It's myself and two corgis uh, in the studio tonight. And that's about it. Everybody is at Joey Cage's house tonight. Quite the party going on uh, over there. It is uh, Mrs. Cage's birthday, and uh, they're doing a big celebration, a house closing, and all that stuff. Having a great time over there, and I want to wish them all the best over there, and uh, especially Mrs. Cage, great lady, and uh, really, we love her, and uh, a sweet girl, and want to wish her a happy birthday tonight. Folks, how's everybody? This is FXE Live. Will Shannon Moore accept? That's right. Tonight, we're going to get a call in from Shannon Moore. And uh, I'm sure if you're any kind of wrestling fan, you know who the heck Shannon Moore is. Uh, I I shouldn't have to tell you. And uh, we're going to have him on. And it's going to be very interesting to see. You know, we've been talking about him possibly coming to FXE and what he can do and all that stuff. And uh, now we've got this whole he wants to have a partner. And I said, fine, but first, you both have to win separately. So we're going to find out his answer tonight, and uh, he might tell me to go to hell. I don't, I, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we haven't really uh, had the opportunity to find out what the answer. We want to play it live and have the uh, reaction be live on the air. So enjoy tonight. It's going to be one hell of a night. We're going to bring in, obviously, the two great guys that I have with me for FXE and all the shows in particular, kicking off this March 18th, and I, <laughs> I almost slipped. <laughs> I almost did it. No, folks, you're going to find out, like I have been saying, you're going to find out all the details next week here on FXE Live, the March 18th show. But yes, I'll be there. JT will be there, you know, my co-host in all the podcasts, and also, the other voice of FXE, Chris Carnage, you know, is on tonight with us. And uh, this is how it's going to be. What we're going to do now is between now and the March 18th show, uh, once a week, we're going to have this show. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring one of the wrestlers that are going to be on the show. Uh, and this way, you get to hear from them. You get to hear uh, how they feel about wrestling, what their intentions are here at FXE. And uh, it's going to be interesting because you never know what you're going to get. You know, if you've listened to some of the other shows on, and, and, you know, we're brought to you by FantasyJusticeSports.com. So, you know, you can go there, 
check out all the archive shows. You know, the ones, if, again, wrestling fans, if you like Larry Zabisco, go check that out. You can check it there. You can check it on iTunes. And uh, it's really a great, great show that we have uh, with him. And uh, that we're expecting the same. You know, as you start bringing in these wrestlers and all different characters, it should get pretty interesting around here. And that's what I, I couldn't be more juiced for is uh, just some really great times now as we move forward, as we get closer. March 18th. Here we are. Feb 1st. Feb 1, folks. <laughs> we're there. So let's go ahead. Let's get JT. Let's get Carnage in. Uh, you know, we might talk a little WWE real quick uh, while we're waiting for Shannon to call on in. And then we'll get Shannon more on in here and uh, really get things going. This is going to be an interesting, interesting night, folks. And uh, let's go ahead first. Let me get, you know, again, my partner in all that I do and in the podcast. And again, the voice of FXE when you come to the shows, is the one and only Jason Townsend, JT, Fez437 on Twitter. JT, how are you tonight? Jester, I couldn't be better. I mean, you're talking Shannon Moore calling in tonight. We got a guy that's starred in WWE, WCW, TNA, just to name a few. So I have been waiting for this all week. So I'm jacked up. I'm ready to roll. Could it be an interesting night? Yeah, having a wrestler of this caliber potentially joining up and coming on the shows with us is going to be uh, quite the coup. I mean, he's got letters after him. I mean, he's been there. He's got WWE. He's been there. He's done it. it Yeah, Yeah, and he's done it at a high level. I mean, and honestly, I'd be just happy to hear him tell you go to hell. I mean, so either way, I win. See, uh, to me, it's a win-win night. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. You notice we're having this conversation with him over the phone and not in studio, just in case. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I, I, you know, you know, you, you, you can teach an old jester new tricks. I'm telling you, I mean, you're, you're getting wise as you go along. I like it. Hey, listen, you get thrown around enough, all right? Eventually, you're going to figure it out. Let's see. Uh, Renegade yeah. is throwing me around. Uh, ODB has punched me in the that. face. Jesse Neal uh, just recently punched me in the face. So uh, ODB yeah. is hard too. <laughs> you know that's the craziest thing is ODB gave me some shot, folks. I mean, you you'd be surprised. Yeah, she is one tough cookie, I'll tell you. And uh, that's going to be interesting too. We're still uh, we're still talking to ODB about stuff, and you know, going down there. I mean, she's opening up that restaurant right next to Jimmy. Right. Hart, so. And for Goody, you folks yeah, out you know, there. Yeah, go ahead. So I was just going to say good eats and even better atmosphere. I mean, it's fantastic, uh, you know, what he's got going at Jimmy Hart's, and as you've obviously been part of, and uh, ODB's, and, you know, so, yeah, uh, you, you're living well. You're living real well. Well, I've been enjoying the time with them. O- ODB is, is a great person to talk to, sit and talk to, and she, she loves the sport of wrestling, and she's very knowledgeable about the sport, so it's fun to talk to her. And then, of course, Jimmy Hart's Jimmy Hart. But then, yeah, you talk about it's a great place to go. Jimmy Hart's place is right there in Daytona, okay? Uh, folks, if you're in the area, you come into Florida or whatever, uh, or, or you're already here in Florida, Go over to Daytona Beach. Go check out Jimmy Hart's uh, place over there. It's uh, Jimmy's Hall of Fame. You know, it's right there on Ocean Avenue, folks. You can't miss it in in Daytona uh, Beach, Florida. 
Yeah, absolutely fantastic. He's there usually uh, during the week, JT. He's not there on weekends. Uh, he's busy okay. doing something with Hulk. Matter of fact, he was just telling us yesterday the story, and before we bring in Chris. Uh, Carnage, hang out, man. We'll bring you in in a minute. Um, just want to tell a quick uh, story that Jimmy had told us yesterday. Is uh, he, he was away for two days. Him and Hulk uh, took a G4 over to the Netherlands. I'm like, Jimmy, what are you doing over in the Netherlands? He's like, oh, they wanted me and Hulk over there to shoot a commercial. I'm like, oh, wow, cool. Okay, what kind of commercial? Insurance. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> in the okay. Netherlands, who knew that having Hulk and Jimmy would sell insurance? That's great. Right. You know, I thought you were going to tell me it was going to be something like Rocky Mountain Oysters or something like that, you know, but you're talking insurance commercial. Fantastic. Netherlands, I'm thinking, okay, it's a beer commercial or something. You know, give me something here. You know, and, and no, it wasn't. It was uh, insurance. I was like, all right. He goes, yeah, but you haven't been on G4. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, 18 people. He goes, really nice people. And here is, all right, and, and I'll leave everybody with this as we bring in Carnage, okay? You want the example of what kind of gentleman Jimmy Hart is. He, he, he's a great guy, and he was uh, embarrassed to tell me how much the uh, place had spent on the room he was staying at. He's like, man, they just don't know me. I, I would have been good. You you could have put me up in a Motel 8. I would have cared. He goes, and then they got this place. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Go ahead and eat. I look at the menu, $32 for a hamburger. I'm not going to eat Ooh. a $32 hamburger. <laughs> he is just so down to earth. It's like he doesn't like all that, you know, and he gets, he, you know what? We had somebody there yesterday and uh, somebody new, you know, visiting in town and we were talking to them and uh, I was explaining to them, you know, Jimmy is the epitome. He's the definition of Southern gentleman. And he gets so embarrassed. He really does. I I love him dearly. He is such a humble man. What isn't a humble man might be coming on the airwave any second here, folks, as we bring in the other half of the FX. E announced team of Chris Carnage. Chris, how are you tonight? Hey, fans, I'm feeling got a thing about it. We're about to talk to you, the reject. Oh my gosh, he's gonna be so good. Shannon Moore, I just I'm just so ready for this. You have no idea. You know, as we go <laughs> ahead, and that's the thing, you know, as we go ahead the, for all the fans and for us, you know, folks out there listening, you gotta understand. We're fans, too. You know, when you talk to Chris Carnage or you talk to JT or myself, it's not just we do this as a job. This is something that we enjoy. And really, I've got to go ahead and, you know, mention that to everybody that, you know, we get as excited about it as all of you do. So, you know, JT, let me ask you something real quick uh, Mm -hmm. before we get uh, get him on here. Let's get into Rumble. What did you like? Let's start out with what did you like, or was there something that you liked? Uh, There was a couple things. I will say as much as I absolutely can't stand John Cena, him and Styles put on one hell of a match. Uh, Cena actually breaking out some actual wrestling moves. Uh, You can tell he's put in the work. Um, He's definitely cognizant uh, that people think he doesn't have much of a repertoire, and uh, he added to it, so fantastic match there and i gotta say as much as people booed it 
I called the Randy Orton thing, and uh, I like the end of uh, Orton winning that Rumble. I think it's going to lead to some good storylines going forward. It was pretty good because uh, you got you took Orton. I had Cena, you know, so it was uh, it was a pretty good. Uh, like I said, it was interesting from who had what picks. Uh, Carnage, let me ask you something, Chris. Um, what did you What did you come away with that you liked about the Rumble? Was there anything that you liked about it? Like that Roman Reigns didn't win it. Honestly, it was great to see Randy Orton kind of get pushed to where he is because I felt like when he made his return, it was very lackluster. He got kind of buried. So, honestly, good for him. I'm happy that he won it. Although, it is leading into yet another possible John Cena-Randy Orton championship match. And it really is. Um, The thing about it was, to me, and this is where I was a little – upset with things and uh it's been my opinion since all this has gone on listen first on saturday night nxt nxt had a holy cow moment holy cow rain uh, rollins shows up to challenge triple h and you're like wow oh wow that's great so it leaves you wondering what could happen tomorrow on the pay-per-view nothing okay and the (laughs) only thing that happened yeah, here was your here was your holy cow moment. Holy cow, they didn't do anything to shock us. Oh, well, the holy no, cow they, moment they was moment. was at thirty when Reigns came out and everybody was disappointed. That was your moment. Well, or that, or they tried to talk about what a brilliant move it was to bring uh, the perfect ten. Dillinger out at number 10. I was so shocked. <laughs> it just it shocked me. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but, you know, 14 I'll, I'll guys in the room shocked. it took to think of that. <laughs> and, you know, I'll give you a shocking moment for me. And I know he's an older guy, and I know this is going to be unpopular. And, you know, far be it for me to worry about being unpopular. But <laughs> Undertaker looked terrible. Lose the beer belly, put on a bra, and retire, dude. You're stiff. You look physically terrible in the ring. Hang it up before you become a shell of yourself, man. Just know when to say when. I felt bad for him, uh, and he really just should have stayed dressed or something and kept that persona, you know. And that's one of the things that a lot of fans, they don't want to see their heroes ever age. They don't ever want to see that. And that was mm-hmm. probably the worst thing that they could have done. Uh, that's a that's a great point, JT. And I, I hadn't really uh, thought of that until you until you mentioned it. And that that's a real good point. For me, though, it was this: you go ahead, you have a holy cow moment on Saturday. Your pay per view, you have nothing, and then on Monday, you have another holy cow moment when Samoa Joe comes out and uh, well wrecks Rollins' knee. Oof. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you see that costly, costly. Yeah, I mean, so probably you know, in my I opinion, mean, the the number one guy on the show. Here's my problem, though. As I go ahead, as a promoter, and I'm looking at this, and I say, you know, wow, I, I don't understand where the business sense was in it. And this is the first time I could truly say I've seen a misstep and how they handle the business end and what's best for the business is this. You have a holy cow moment on Saturday. You have a holy cow moment on Monday. 
But the day where you're trying to get people to say, hey, I should shell out extra money for a pay-per-view, you know what they're hearing? How everybody hated it. How, how they're sorry that they spent the money, how there was no holy cow moment, how the holy cow moment was when NXT took, did the takeover on Saturday, when Raw was on on Monday. Monday right. Raw, when everybody in the world can watch it, okay, had this holy cow moment. But when you're trying to get people to shell out extra money, you did nothing. You did nothing to... To go ahead and create the stir of people saying, I missed it. Go ahead. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and this is for you and Carnage. So do you think that the um, creation of the 999 a month WWE Network, which obviously takes away from the $55 and $65 pay-per-view buy-ins, do you think at this point maybe WWE doesn't feel like they need? Uh, Because if you notice, there's a a pretty direct (laughs) correlation when that came out to – to the holy cow moments at the pay-per-views, they, like we said, they feel like another episode of Raw. No, no, because in the end, it still hurts your bottom dollar. So, you know, like I said, this is the first time in a business sense, uh, for lack of a better term, Vince's uh, slip is showing. Okay, because from a business sense, you go ahead, and, and I'm not used to seeing this. See, I understand. My, my bone to pick with WWE has always been simple. You got hella workers and if creative worked as hard as your workers did, okay, you'd have a, a ridiculous brand instead of one that's stumbling at this point. See, because, and, and here's what helps make you stumble. And like I said, from the business sense, this is the first time I can sit there and go, Vince, where were you on this one, bud? All right. When you have a Saturday show, NXT Saturday show, have its holy shit moment when, when Rollins comes out. You have nothing for a pay-per-view. And then you have another holy shit moment when Samoa Joe comes out on right. a free, free Raw show. Okay, there, Whether people are paying $9.99 a month for, for the subscription or not, you're still out there. You're still saying it's a pay-per-view. Did you give up trying to sell the pay-per-view? Because pay-per-view. I know one thing. As long as I've got pay-per-view and I've got, I've got people I'm trying to pitch – to spend a good penny on the pay-per-view, I'm going to give them a damn good reason, okay, to... I remember a time when pay-per-view meant, you know what, if you don't get this show, you're going to miss something, asshole. Right, right. That's what Definitely it meant. It meant you're an idiot, because if you don't get this pay-per-view, guess what, you're going to miss something. And now it's not that anymore. That's a business no. mistake in my eyes. What isn't a business mistake, I'm going to tell you right now. We have a young man on the line. All right, folks, and I'm very happy to say this. We have a young man on the line waiting to come on. But I tell you, Shannon Moore, you know, I've gone ahead, and during these past several months, as you know, I'm getting all the talent together. And I've done a ton of research. We've talked about this. I've mentioned all the research and watching hours and hours of, of video of workers and you know, who's fantastic workers and who has really literally made my eyes bleed. They were so bad. Um, I've had the opportunity to watch our next guest. Uh, I've watched several hours now uh, of him. I had seen him before. And, and again, uh, more so over these past couple of weeks, watching some of his work. Fantastic. You know, there's a reason why he has dozens of straps 
across several, several promotions. You're talking about a guy who has the major letters right behind his name, okay? WWE, WCW, TNA, he's been there, done that. A WCW power plant production guy. He came out of there. You know, they kicked out people like Diamond Dallas Page, Goldberg, you know, who was once upon the time the giant. Now everybody knows him as the big show. Kevin Nash is coming out, has come out of there. Shane Helms has come out of there. So, you know, he, he's got the training. Phenomenal wrestler, okay? I see a guy that really, uh, I, I'll tell you, I'm going to be blessed to have him. If we go ahead and work something out and he starts working at FXE, we're going to be happy to have him because he is that he, he is a great talent. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. With the kind of promotion that we're going to have and, and putting it out there and, and people seeing exactly what Shannon Moore is about, okay, um, I have a fear that, once again, uh, he might, you know, Vince might try and swoop him up from me. So I'm going to enjoy the time. For some of you out there, you know him as the El Gran Luchador. You know him as Kid Dynamo. You might know him as the Prince of Punk. I personally know him as Shannon Moore and one of the more talented young men in wrestling today. Shannon, how are you tonight, sir? What's going on, man? Doing good. Uh, just did my meal prepping for the week, so I've been cooking for the last couple of hours. Imagine <laughs> that. Really staying in shape, huh? Yeah, man. It's hard work. It's hard. That's you know, a lot of people they, uh, you know, they come into the business and they figure that wrestling—that's what it's all about. But not necessarily your wrestling. It's everything that goes with it. It's the hard part. Just staying up on your diet, staying in shape. And especially as you get older, like I'm still—I consider myself young, but you know, my metabolism slowing down so I even have to work harder now so I try to meal prep for five days in a row just so that way I can have my stuff and eat five six meals a day that are just clean and healthy and just try to keep my game down and this is why you're a professional though you see the people that can't do that Shannon that's what defines you and why you are where you are in in your profession and why some people aren't because you're willing to do every little thing to help yourself gain that advantage on the line also with us shannon i have uh first of all is uh jason townsend our co-host and also the announcer for fxe uh jt you want to go ahead and say hi oh absolutely shannon moore big fan been watching you for a long time really looking forward to uh, talking to you tonight and uh seeing what you have to tell us cool man yeah it's good to talk to you guys uh you know like i've been tossing around the uh idea that uh you know, to come to work with you guys. Um, picking and choosing right now where I work. I just want to work with professional athletes, professional promoters. I just, I, this day and age, I, you know, it's like I told Jester before, I just, I, I don't have time for bullshit. And uh, that's why, I, you know, we had our meeting or whatever. And, you know, I got a good feeling from you guys. I feel like uh, you guys are running a good professional product that's going to benefit not only me, but benefit other talent that's trying to, uh, make it into the industry and uh, have a good place to work. Now, you know, I respect that. But at the same time, whenever I show up, I mean business in the ring and, you know, I might I might be a little out of control to uh, get what I need and get what I want <laughs> at times. So uh, you guys might have to be prepared if I decide to come in. That's, uh, that's what you want to deal with. Well, listen, I, and that's the thing. I wouldn't want you in unless we are getting – 
the beast that I believe that you are in the ring. You're you're a supreme talent. Uh, I'm looking uh, at the idea that if you do come along, you should be one of the uh, leaders, if not, you know, a strap holder at some point with us. Uh, that's what I'm expecting. I, I'm not, you know, I have the ability to bring in anybody I want and to go ahead and have somebody like yourself. That's I, we'd love to have that. And, you know, also on the line with us, Shannon, is also Chris Carnage. He is the color commentator for FXE in the shows. Chris, go ahead and say hi to Shannon tonight. Hey, fans. Hi, Shannon. Pleasure to meet you, and I'm really excited to talk to you. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on? <laughs> that, that, that wasn't Wolfman Jack, uh, Shannon. That was <laughs> no. the uh, one and only Chris Carnage. Uh, JT, nice. go ahead. I know, I, I know you've been really uh, chomping at the bit. Shannon, JT is a, a, a big fan of yours. He's really been dying to ask you a question, so I, I'm going to let him go first. Go ahead, JT. Well, Shannon, I, I got to throw it out there. It's one of my uh, one of my favorite things I've seen you do or have. Um, but if you do come to FXC, will you be bringing the book of Dilly Gaff? And uh, how did all that uh, come into origins? Uh, well, yeah, the answer, the short answer to it, and I'll go into a long answer, but. Uh, yeah, the book in Dilly Gaff, it will be with me. Uh, you know, like, as I go into 2017, like, the end of 2016 was pretty much a trial to see how my body was holding up just because I had to take a year off because my neck was all screwed up. But um, the end of 2016, I just uh, I wrestled pretty hard several times, and my body feels good. So I just decided that 2017 is going to be an updated version of uh, the reject, uh, which is the character that I started with in WWE, but... It obviously didn't go where I wanted to go there. So it's going to be an updated version of the reject slash, you know, underground punk scene. Um, nice. But the Book of Dilly Gaff will be with me. And the concept behind the Book of Dilly Gaff is um, it's pretty much got the answer to anything you need. And uh, if you look into the book, the greatest thing about it is you can't see the answers because the book's blank. And if you don't see the – if the pages don't appear, then obviously you're not Book of Dilly Gaff worthy. So uh, that's the whole concept behind it. Uh, and uh, in TNA, that was, you know, like, uh, it come across in TNA enough to where, you know, like, I get asked, you know, where's the Book of Daily Gap on sh- whenever I wasn't taking it to shows. Um, and then uh, I got asked so much, man, about the book. I was like, damn, it, it caught on so good that, like, now, you know, this year I'm going to make sure it's with me. And I just actually Fantastic. updated the book and uh, just uh, added a new chain to it. And it's just... Uh, yeah, it'll be with me along with my pet kendo stick and all my other goodies that I carry. Oh, with. okay. Very good, very good, very good. Chris, how about you? You got a Chris? You got a question also? I'm sure. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your past. What did you learn from the Hardys about rest about the wrestling business that has served you best during your career? Well, I didn't like everybody thinks that the Hardys trained me, but they got it completely wrong. Like me, Matt, and Jeff, we pretty much grew up together. We went to school together, so we started on the trampoline together, and uh, we just helped and motivated each other. We really learned from each other just coming up through the business. And uh, you know, like I, I think with me, man, because my dad, like my dad was in a car wreck whenever I was eight years old or nine years old, and this is right around the time that I was starting to wrestle and. Um, he was pretty much, he was uh, paraplegic from that point on, so he wasn't able to walk, talk, nothing like that. My mom was taking care of him at home. And, um, you know, like, I, I think the main thing that I learned from traveling with those guys uh, for just years and years was pretty much 
especially like Joey Abs because he was part of our crew, Jason Art, and he was much mm-hmm. older than us. So uh, he pretty much took over. Like I guess they all did. Just kind of taught me the things that you know on the road that your father normally would teach you, and just lessons and had your back like your dad would. So that like to me that was the most important thing as far as the ring goes. Like, we just kind of figured all that stuff out together, just, you know, taking chances and just doing our thing and just being determined to make it in this business because we just we knew we'd, that this is what we were going to do. Nice, nice. You know, three of the uh, finishers that you have uh, that are listed are the Halo, the Morgasm, and the Bottoms Up. Which one's your favorite? Uh, probably the Morgasm. I use that more so as my main finish. Um just I, it's a silly kind of name for it, um, but it just stuck. And people, they always ask me about the orgasm. It's like, and actually, the funny thing about it is, I went to Vince uh, whenever I come up with the name to it, and I, mm-hmm. I asked Vince, I was like, hey, I got an idea for the name of my finish. Is it okay to use it? And he goes, uh, That's too good. It's too good to use right now. So maybe you need to hold it. And then I went to Taz, and Taz is like, ah, oh, fuck that. He's like, man, we'll slip that in there. So Taz started calling it that, like, even though Vince didn't want to want me to do it at the time. And then they just kind of stuck the few times that Taz, slept, you know, snuck it in there. So I got to thank Taz for that because, you know, a lot of the commentators, that's what guys don't realize, man. Like, commentators can make or break you. And uh, it's right. always good, especially if you're, if you're doing t- TV and stuff, to, you know, make sure you get with the commentators and kind of, you know, they can help you get your stuff over if you actually want to work with them. But a lot of guys miss that boat. They don't even go to the commentators and let them know what they're doing or, you know, let them know what they're trying to get over or anything like that. So that's, you know, like that's just another thing, I guess, comes with time and experience. Well, that and it also it, it needs to come from the leadership down, too, so that there's good communication between everybody in the production, I would believe, so, um, you know, that's that's something that should be handled as a part of your checklist as you're going through your promotion and going through your rehearsals. Uh, if you have a rehearsal that day or whatever, making sure everybody's on the same page, here's what we're doing and, and why and how and all this. So, you know, whether it's the commentators, it's the it's the workers themselves, it's the cameraman, it's the lights guys, it's everybody. It's got to, in order to do a proper promotion, it's very intricate and everybody needs to be on the same page. And that's where the communication from uh, my, my perspective is that needs to come from the uh, right from the head. If, if the head doesn't have good communication, it's not going to follow through without through the business. Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I can see that. But at the same time, man, like, I know at WWE, like, it's such a big production. Like, there's so much shit that goes on with these guys. Like, because they're on the road so much. And the crew, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're in there one night. They're in a different spot. Then they're setting up the next day. And they're trying to, you know, get the show ready, you know, and the writers and everything else. So it's really True. important for the talent to understand, like, man, like, nobody's going to babysit you trying to get over like, if you don't take it and you don't take it whenever you can, like, you, it's not going to happen. You're just going to get caught in that mixture of just not being able to get anything over. And, you you know, like, even if you're not getting a big push, there's, you know, like, as long as you got TV time, like, it's important to try to get every little possible inch out of you, you know, out of TV time that you can because they're giving you millions of dollars of TV time on the, you know, USA or whatever right. maybe Spike or, you know, uh you know, at, at that level, like it's just for I forget what it is, but I'm it was like for 
you know, every minute on USA. Like, that's just millions of dollars. Like, if you look at it from an advertising standpoint that you're getting, you know, Correct. on top of a paycheck. So you got to make, you got to take that shit and run with it. Without a doubt, without a doubt, that is uh, that's great advice for young people coming up in the business uh, right there from Shannon Moore, folks. Uh, JT, one last question for you, then I have the question for Shannon. Go right ahead. Shannon, so I look back at your career, WCW, WWE, TNA, to name a few. What are some of the specific differences uh, on those three uh, organizations in particular that you notice or that you can tell us uh, tell us about? Um, well, from, all right, I'll start with WCW. Um, WCW was, uh, it was very laid back and it was, they were at the time, like, there was a lot of issues whenever I come in there with some of the top talent, uh, you know, not going out and busting their ass because, you know, at that point they were, whether they were trying to hardball, whether it was Eric or whether it was, you know, the office for money, like they just, you know, a lot of guys just wasn't trying to bust their ass because they just felt like, you know, like they were, the ratings are down. They were getting beat by WWE, uh, WWF. And it was just, you know, for us, for me, Shane and Evan, like, we're like, man, you guys, y'all can sit on your ass if you want, but we're going to go out. We're going to, you know, take advantage of this because to us, like, we didn't want WCW in, like a lot of the younger guys in the cruiserweights because we had such a tight group. And, um, you know, so it was more just laid back, and the younger guys had a chance to go out and just kill it and take advantage of whatever they, whatever TV time they got. And for you know, for like three count, Young Dragons and uh, yeah, who else? Um, Young Dragons. There was a couple more guys, and they would call on us all the time, like for you know whether it was Starcade or uh, a Nitro or whatever. Like you mm-hmm. know, Johnny Ace would come to us and go, "Man, you guys got 15 minutes. Y'all go do." your thing and just, you know, rip it up and kill it. And we'd go out and we'd knock it out of the park. And, you know, they'd put us in the main event, uh, you know, on house shows and stuff like that because they knew that nobody was going to follow right. us. Um, and then, you know, like, then you go to WWE. And, you know, at the time, whenever I got to WWE, it was laid back, you know, at that point. But, you know, we were in the transition of it going more commercialized from, a, um, I guess, from like a uh, – sponsor standpoint they were trying to get the big mainstream sponsors going so then it went more into a business more of a business route so that's whenever the dress code come into effect and uh you know at the time then all the stuff happened like with you know some of the guys passing away and you know the drug testing right. got real strict and all that stuff um so it just went more business and you know it's a very just business model and you know all those guys which you know, like, obviously, they, they keep having, you know, financially the greatest years that from, you know, from one year to another. So they've made the right decision. I mean, whenever it comes to that uh, from a sponsor standpoint. But, you know, for guys like me that, you know, did like to go out at night with my boys and party and, you know, hang out and stuff like that. Like, you had, you, you know, that wasn't really there no more because you didn't, you know, you just didn't want to step on the toes of the company because, you know, they just didn't want you doing that. Um and then, you know, like TNA, whenever I got to TNA, it was kind of a mixture of the two. I mean, they wanted you to do business, but at the same time, it was laid back, and, you know, we, we'd go out and hang out and have a good time after the shows. And um, so TNA was kind of a mixture of both, I'd say, um, whenever yeah. I was there. But, uh, yeah. you know, like all three of them was beneficial in ways and just a learning experience. And, and I can't say nothing bad about none of them the way I was treated. Uh, 
just because, right. I, I mean, I've been fortunate to have, you know, a 25, 26-year career now. And, you know, like, they treated me right, man. They still, I mean, they they still treat my family right. Uh, you know, my wife, she's, she works for WWE. She's the seamstress there. And, you know, like, okay. it's just, it's a very, you know, like, I, I still go to the shows and, you know, talk to the, to the guys and the office and stuff. And, like, they, you know, they still treat me good. Like, I can't complain at all. Well, it's probably also a reflection more times than not when you're dealing with business people, more times than not, not in all cases, uh, you're usually treated by how you conduct yourself. So it's probably more of a reflection on how you've handled yourself, Shannon. And I I can say that now personally from uh, my standpoint is, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine the person that I met has sat across from Vince sat across from, from, you know, all the great promoters out there. You've sat across from them. And now I've had the opportunity to sit across from you, and I see what they do like and, and why they would treat you well. Uh, you, you are a good young man. You're a good talent. You care about the business. Uh, you care about helping uh, the, the people coming up. And uh, in that, you know, that's where I think that, uh, you know, we've come into this whole thing. I, I asked you to come join FXE, and you've thrown this thing uh, out that you want to have a partner, somebody that, again, now somebody in the business who's new, but you uh, believe in her talents, and have asked me to go ahead and uh, set you up a, a, as a tag team. And I have no problem with that. But my question to you, and we've waited till tonight, and everybody's been waiting in Jesterville to find out exactly uh, what your answer is. I've put it out there. Will you wrestle separate from her? Will Lindsay Snow wrestle on her own, and she has to win? And will Shannon Moore wrestle on his own, knowing he has to win in order to be a tag team for FXE? Yeah, man. Uh, well, first, like, with Lindsay, um, you know, like, uh, I've, found her in another promotion uh, I was on and uh, you know I seen her wrestle one time and I just seen something that was different from a lot of the females and I didn't you know I didn't know her because I just got to Florida and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get a chance to really chat with her and saying hello then the second show that I did and she was on like we got to chat you know a little bit and like she's like the female version of me man like she's her background she's got a background jujitsu like she's a um, she's a multi gold medalist in jiu-jitsu and she's got so many championships there so she's a she's a legit badass like you know without a doubt she'll choke any man out like pretty much like she and i've seen her you know i've seen her do her thing uh in jiu-jitsu and then on top of that like she's a tattoo artist so she's been in the tattoo game for you know many years since she was 18 and uh as far as that goes like you know like i've had my tattoo shop in north carolina and i'm getting i'm gonna open one here so you know like i tattoo also and just her look and everything, like, it just kind of matches mine. And I've always wanted to, you know, like, I, I love the tag team wrestling scene. And uh, you know, she's been in the game for probably a year, mm-hmm. not much longer. And it's like, just for a year in the business, like, she's very talented. And I just figured I could take her under, my, you know, like, not under my wing, but just kind of show her, you know, some things that I've learned. And uh, I, wanted be a, I wanted a tag team partner that's a female, like, just because... I just wanted to find a bat, and I've been wanting to do this for years, and I just happened to find her whenever I got here. And uh, I agree with you. Know, you know, like here's I think it's yeah, a great here's idea. my thing. Yeah, with the as far as the you know the tag team thing goes, like I, you know, like I don't, 
Like a lot of promoters are like, well, you, you know, you're coming in with this girl. Do you want to wrestle a girl and a guy? And I'm like, no, I want to wrestle two guys. Like, we want to wrestle two guys because legitimately she will choke them out. Like, I'm not worried about her getting hurt or nothing because she's a badass. So, you know, she, she'll take on anybody. But as far as your show goes, man, like, yeah, yeah. we will we'll do the singles thing and we'll prove ourselves. We'll come in because without a doubt, like I know with my talents, with her talents, we're going to win. Um, but at right. the same time, like, just know that I'm going to have her back and she's going to have mine. Like, you know, like she, she might not be in the match, but she's going to be at the ring with me because like, I'm new to your company, man. Not, you know, like I'm very, when it comes to other talent, like I'm, I don't want nobody trying to screw up my career, whatever it may be, whether it's mm-hmm. in the ring or doing something stupid. And, you know, it's like, that's just something that we made a pact to have each other's back as we take this journey. And I told her the same thing. Like, she goes out there and somebody tries to screw her over, somebody's trying to mess up her career, then, you know, obviously I'm going to be there. So, uh, yeah, we'll take a challenge. How about we do this? How about we do this? Lindsay Lindsay will wrestle somebody, okay, and she will be brought to the ring by you, and uh, then you will wrestle uh, a person of my choice, uh, and you'll be brought to the ring by her, Okay, so that you're still together. Uh, but again, now, she has to win her match. You have to win yours. Deal? That's cool, yeah. Now I'm game. Yeah, I'm game. March 18th, folks, You know, uh, now it doesn't matter who. I, I, I'm going to put somebody in there now. I'll put somebody in there against you, and you've got to win, Shannon, all right? Man, I've, I've wrestled everybody from Brock Lesnar to The Undertaker to Nathan Jones. <laughs> Ray Mysterio, so I don't think there's too much you're going to be able to throw at me. It's going to shock me. So I'll take any challenge, man. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shannon, you're on. March 18th. Be there, you and Lindsay, and I will make sure. Folks, tune in next week when I let you all know who Shannon Moore is going to face. Shannon, I'm not going to tell you tonight, brother. I'm going to tell you next week. I'm going to tell all the listeners next week. I don't He's even, not I even worried to know, about so it, roll into the building. Yeah. No, no, Look he, at this. he doesn't care. You heard him. Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, Nathan Jones was a hoss, if people don't remember that guy. I mean, Rey Mysterio sounds like he's faced uh, all different styles and all different sizes. He's not afraid at all. Hey, Shannon nah, Moore. Man, I, hey, Shannon, I, let me ask you something. Did you face Lesnar before he was the guy that's getting thrown out of the ring uh, twice now or, or is lost now twice in under uh, two minutes? You wrestled, uh, I'm sure nah, you wrestled him back when he was still that, a yeah. badass, huh? I wrestled him whenever he was a complete badass. Like he, that dude, man, he's one of the most powerful people I've ever witnessed, like, from a standpoint of strength. Like, I've never. But it was cool, though. Like, you I'm know, pretty like, sure he was WWE champion at the time. Yeah, I didn't yeah. win. You know, obviously I didn't win, and uh, he beat my ass, but I got his respect uh, just because, <laughs> you know, I kept coming back like I wrestled for several weeks straight like just being punished because Matt had done some shit and they sent him to mm-hmm. uh I think he went to uh Smackdown or Raw one to two so Paul Heyman punished me by making me have to wrestle Brock for about a month or something like that so he uh Oof. you know at the end of the day like he uh yeah he, he still asked about me and he still so he knows I'm here all righty well Folks, there you have it. Shannon doesn't really give a shit who I'm going to throw against them, and that that's fine. Uh, you will, for the rest of you who want to find out, and it really does want to see who I'm going to throw against them, tune in next week. Uh, first, let me go ahead 
Shannon, thanks so much for joining us tonight, man. We really, really look forward to Absolutely. seeing you in in the ring. Yeah, yeah, I really can't wait to see your work right there in front of me and uh, put you uh, in the ring. I, I got somebody for you to face. Don't worry. <laughs> cool. Look forward to Shannon, the thanks so Smoke. much. Y'all have a good night. All right, peace. Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. Wow. You know, hey, Chris, uh, you know, you heard it right there. Uh, the man doesn't really care who I'm going to put in there. I mean, he's talked about Lesnar and everybody else. That's what I'm saying. He wrestled Taker. Come on. Like, the phenom. Like, he doesn't care. So, I don't know. I feel like you have your work cut out for you. I'll tell you, you know, you think you – all right, you know, I, I thought oh, I'm going to catch him off guard, you know, uh, by throwing the whole – you're, I'm not going to tell you who, uh, you know, I'm going to throw against you. And he's like, I don't care. I faced Lesnar. I've faced, faced everybody. It really doesn't matter who you throw. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was expecting to be able to throw him a little bit in the idea of, you know, oh, really? Who are you going to throw against me? Uh, who, who, who do you have in mind? And he's like, I don't give a shit. Throw anybody against me. <laughs> Fantastic. Good stuff. JT, how about you, man? I mean, that was uh, hmm. I was not expecting that reaction. That was a good one. You know what? I mean, I hate to say, I kind of felt like it sounded when he said it to you. You know, I've got her back. She's got mine. I don't really care mm-hmm. who you're putting out there. It's kind of the vibe I was getting from him anyway. You watch some of the guys' matches and look. I mean, again, Nathan Jones, Undertaker, Lesnar. He named a few a significant size you know, difference between them. And if you watch him, he charged right in. No fear. Um, that's exactly what we expect from him. What I want to know is, is who his partner's facing? <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know who her partner, who, who his partner's facing? Tune in next week. Tune in next week to the fan, to FX Live, <laughs> and uh, February eighth, one week from today. Who is Shannon Moore facing? Who no, is Lindsay no, Snow facing? Yeah, I gotta ask. First off, yeah. I've seen some tape on, on her. He's not, not bullshitting in any way, shape, or form that she can take out men. I mean, if you've watched this, you, I know you've seen some of it. But well, no, my question, yeah. were you, were you shocked at the meeting or when you're having your sit-down with him when he said, hey, we're not trying to do mixed tag, we'll take on two dudes? I mean, what was your re- initial reaction to that? Well, of course, my initial reaction is one of concern. I, I, I appreciate the fact that the he had – yeah, I, I, I appreciate the fact that he has belief in her, okay, but until I actually got to see her work, I, I told him, I said, well, let, let me take a look at her and see some of her work. Then um, between seeing her work, and you got to understand, folks, first of all, you're talking about a, uh, okay, Lindsay Snow, Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist who this is what she had to do and when I was talking to her I asked her I said Lindsay can I ask you something why were the people why did it look like the people that you were fighting were so much bigger and she's like "Eh, well um because there was no competition at my uh weight so they had to keep throwing me up at higher classes they, they had to keep throwing her up in higher classes in order for her to have competition. In other words, I have to face bigger people just to have a shot at having any competition. And she was still winning. 
and there was one that she had jumped up like I don't know, like uh, three classes, okay, weight classes, mm. and she still won this thing. I mean, you have to see the size of the people that she's up against My and God. still won. All right. But then here was the best one. And, and this is the best way to leave it as far as uh, Lindsay Snow is concerned and, and why Shannon is so high on her. There were times that she was going to these competitions and she wants to go to these competitions to make money. And some of these places were kind of sexist where the women divisions weren't making money, only the men. So she went and joined the men division so she could make money and she was making money in the men's division. <laughs> no, this is this lady is no joke, okay? He's bringing somebody real. And that's fine. Like I said, he wanted something from me. He wanted me uh, to go ahead and put those two together. I said, "Fine, but you have to prove yourself separate first. It seemed like a reasonable so, you know, Carnage. and that's where we left it. And folks, you heard it here tonight from Shannon, March 18th. I'm not telling you where yet. Can't tell you where till you next almost week. did. Almost did earlier. Yeah, no, I he almost really up. did I myself. I sat there like, oh, he's going to do it. Here it comes. Oh, he started at the last second, you know. I thought he told me he was going to let it slip. He was almost there, but... Chris, I mean, you, Chris, you've you've spent some time with me over these past couple of weeks now, and it, it's been pretty amazing how tight-lipped I've been. For those who know me, I'm shocked. Absolutely, it's been staying together. I'm honestly surprised. Everybody, yeah, uh, I've, you. I've, yeah, yeah, you and JT and everybody, Mrs. Jester, surprised. Uh, but you know what? Here, uh, I guess I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag a little bit tonight, though, guys. In this, we just brought Shannon Moore onto the podcast. Right. We just brought mm-hmm. Shannon Moore to March 18th. St. Patrick's now, Day Hangover is looking good. St. Patrick's Day very. Hangover is looking very good, but here's the thing. Hey, has- I'm going to ask you this one. Shannon Moore tonight. Anybody willing to bet I have other big names that are coming besides Shannon Moore, other people with TNA or WCW or I'm just wondering, is anybody betting against me? Anyone, anyone in carnage. I know you'll back me on this one, buddy. Anyone that's listened to you on this show or other podcasts over the last almost year now, Knows you've got something up your sleeve. You can hear it in your voice. We know at every turn. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's there. Okay, and and quite honestly, I got to say this: St. Patrick's Day Hangover has a hangover ever looked this good? Because I, I don't think it has. <laughs> All right, nah. Here, I'm gonna give you this. I I'm gonna give you just a little bit of this. See. There was a discussion, folks, and, and let me let me clarify this for the listeners out there. There was a discussion between uh, JT and myself just before we came on air, and uh, it was a question about whether or not I was going to announce one of the females that is, mm. you know, on the card. Now, I will say this, and, and here's all I can give you until next week about one of the females that are on the card. 
she has quite the initial resume after her name as well. Right. And now I will also tell you, yeah, she, absolutely. She's a fantastic, fantastic lady. I, I didn't have the opportunity. I've only been able to watch her work this whole time. And only till recently was, have I been able to talk to her on a regular basis. And when I tell you absolute, absolute great person to deal with, she's a sweetheart. Um, and folks, no, this time I'm not talking about ODB. I've got somebody no, else that is, uh, well, I'll leave it as this. She has all the big initials after her name. She goes ahead and wrestles all over the country. She's been on television. She WWE, NXT, TNA, all the initials there, that, the other, and internationally. And she will be joining FXE. And here's the thing. Much like Shannon Moore, she will be joining FXE for more than just one show. This is for a regular, you know, what we're doing here. This is actually joining the lineup. And uh, I'll tell you, folks, next week, I promise you, you will enjoy every bit of what we're about to tell you as far as the show the matches, where it is, who's in it, all that stuff that's going to go on next week. Absolutely fantastic show we have planned. And next week, we're going to go ahead, JT and uh, Chris, we're going to have one of the other talents that are on. See, because Uh there are some talents that are uh, with a bunch of these initials, you know, WWE. WCW, uh, ECW, TNA, NXT, ROH, you know, all the big names that you want in, in, in an event. We also have a lot of people that are going to be in the show that are local guys or women who truly deserve the exposure that being on the card with people like this uh, will bring. And, and they truly do deserve it for the hard work that they bring uh, in the ring. There's a wrestler coming on next week. His name is Taino. This man wrestles two, three times a week. He absolutely is a wrestling animal. He absolutely loves to wrestle. And I've had the opportunity to speak with him and ask him. He, he normally is on the West Coast. He travels all over, but normally on the West Coast. And I asked him to come over here on the East Coast of Florida because he really is that talented. And uh, he'll be joining us on the uh, program next week. And uh, we'll go ahead. And next week, I'll be going ahead and giving you a list of the wrestlers that not only will be on the wrestling show uh, March 18th, but, you know, who will be on the podcast coming up. We have several promos coming up. We've got a couple of new promos that will be coming in and going on the website, either at fantasyjesterspoorts.com or over at fxeworld.com. You know, now we're going to keep adding, and over this next couple of days I'll be on there, adding some of the talent that's going to be on the show. So, for those of you willing to go over to fxeworld.com over the weekend, I might throw you a little bone as to somebody that's going to be on the 18th that I haven't mentioned on air yet for all of you. So, you know, JT, Chris, 
I think we can do that. I think we can go ahead. And for those of you who listen to the show over the weekend, take a look at fxeworld.com and under, under the category for uh, our talent, we're going to throw somebody up there that we haven't mentioned. And uh, we'll talk about it Saturday night, fantasy jester show 8 PM for all of you who are new to all of our podcasts. Folks, uh, you know, we're getting ready to wind down. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, that was uh, fantastic thank you for being me. able yeah, being able to go ahead and talk to Shannon. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll get to talk to you a little bit more and JT a little bit more about the shows that are coming and uh, what you guys will be bringing and uh, what you're looking at for FXE. Uh, so thanks so much, Chris, for joining us tonight. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. JT, you're still there, brother. Oh, you know I am. Great I'm show, huh? I'm still thinking, yeah, oh, great show. I'm still sitting there thinking, uh, it's, you know, I actually know one of the secrets of the 50 that you're hiding from me. It's nice to at least know one of them. So I know. know one. I know one. I know one. <laughs> I know one. I, and I haven't, and I haven't flipped and said it, so, you know. I do. And, yeah, I'm you've been really fan. good. I appreciate you know that. I really do. You know I'm a big fan of this one, so yeah, I'm I'm keeping my mouth shut for once in my life too. So you know, and I'm still thinking yeah. about. Uh, I'm keeping the, the jester tradition, folks. Just know oh, this: well, you know. the dress, the jester tradition is this, okay? And matter of fact, Mrs. Jester and I were talking about this uh, today. As a matter of fact, uh, this morning we were talking about it. She's like, you know, I noticed the collection of women that you've put together are all beautiful women. I go, yes, that's the point. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, this one kinda, here, the one that's coming, as good-looking well, as she is, is as deadly as she is in the ring. Exactly. and they, uh, Yeah, exactly. There's no better way to put that. JT, thanks so much for joining us, as always, man. I'll see you Saturday night. I'll be there. All right, man. You have a great one. Folks, That's uh, we've we got a little time left here. I just want to go ahead and thank everybody for joining us tonight on FXE Live. Will Shannon Moore accept? Damn right he accepted. Shannon Moore, FXE now, folks, okay? Come see him March 18th, and you can see him at, find out next week on the show. February 8th, as we announce everything, we announce the card, the location, everything that you've been waiting for. It's finally here, folks. The announcement we've been all been waiting for. Folks, it was great having Shannon Moore. We want to thank him for being on. Chris Carner, JT, for all of you listening, thank you so much. Don't forget, go to AppMaker, A-P-P-M-A-K-R.com. Go look for the Fantasy Jester app. You can go on YouTube for everything there for FXE. You go on the websites. You got it all, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Continue to watch us grow. Watch what happens now when we announce the show next week. You will not want to miss this announcement. You think Shannon Moore was the announcement? You think that's all I've got? Wait till you see what we've got next week. FXE Live, folks. Making wrestling Great again. I am Jester. I'm out of here. Have a great night.
one shot, one opportunity. 